Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. Another uh, Monday morning discipleship is upon us, and uh, we uh, thank you all for joining us. Monday morning discipleship, and so we're going to continue our series. Now, we've been in the series uh, by prayer and fasting, and so this is part six of our series by prayer and fasting. And if you've missed any of these uh, podcasts, we encourage you to go back and uh, check us out from the start of this series. And uh, we believe that you'll be blessed by what we have to share. But uh, let's just get right into it again. We've been dealing with uh, prayer and fasting, and uh, I want to go back. Uh, we're just going to go right ahead into it. I want to go back uh, to Matthew chapter six. We're going to look at Matthew chapter six, and then we're going to go back to, I told you all last week, we're going to spend some time in the Isaiah text, Isaiah chapter 58. And uh, I want to I want to start us off here, though, in Matthew six, where Jesus is discussing uh, fasting. And we talked to you all last week at great length about Jesus talked about us uh, fasting to be seen by God. It really is something to be seen of God. But also also and we're going to deal with this today as we get to that uh, text in Isaiah 58. Jesus is concerned, and, I, and I've often shared this in my teaching, not only Jesus, obviously God, Jesus and God, one and the same, the, the Father and the Son, we're concerned about motives and why we do what we do. But let me read this very quickly. I'm going to read Matthew 6, uh, verses 16 through 18 again. Then we're going to head on over to Isaiah 58. So Matthew uh, chapter 6, verse 16 through 18, New King James Version. It says it like this, Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance. Now, I want you to pay attention to that word hypocrite because we're going to deal with that greatly on today. Then it says, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will, will reward you openly. Uh, New Living Translation says it like this. And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do. For they do not for they rather try to look miserable and disheveled. So people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth. That is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face. Right. Wash your face. Then. No one will notice that you are fasting except your father who knows what you do in private and your father who sees everything will reward you. Now, Jesus uses this word hypocrites, right? These people who are doing it for, as we've just uncovered here, for nefarious reasons, for reasons that point to them. And it's not really about what they're fasting for. And so um, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I almost gave away a point there. But <laughs> Jesus talks about this hypocritical fasting that goes on. And let me be clear with you all as we go forward into this conversation here. There are a lot of things that we do in the church. And I know we don't want to own up to this all the time. You know, we hear uh, certain things that are said about the church, about the body of Christ. And we view that as, oh, that's just the world and the world is attacking us and they're heathens, they're this and they're that. Listen, y'all, let's be honest. There are a lot of things about the church that are hypocritical. Not about the church itself, but I'm saying that we, the things that we do as the body, 
And we're not always doing things. And, and, and I'm not making this up because Jesus is talking about it right here in the text. There are a lot of things that we do that really have nothing to do with God. And we want to be seen in a certain way by people. This is what Jesus is talking about. We want to be seen in a certain way by people. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And we're not as concerned as we should be about how God sees us. Right? We're worried about how people see us more than we are about how God sees us. And then again, the secret place. Jesus mentions the secret place. God who sees in secret will reward you openly. Now, on the one hand, Jesus is talking about that secret place because he mentioned that in relation to prayer. Go to your secret closet. God who sees in secret will reward you openly. But this is also a, a, a reminder to you and I, my brother and my sister, that God can see into secret places. He can see through walls. He can see in those secret places. That means that he can also see inside of you. He can see your motives. And so God knows the why. And the why is important, y'all. The why is important. Now, let me go to, I want to make sure that I get to this this week. We ended here last week. I brought it up, uh, but we ran out of time. And you all know I tried to, <laughs> really, we've tried to stay, we used to try to stay within 15 to 20 minutes on, on Monday morning discipleship, but we found that that's been getting away from us. So so 20 is, um, you know, 20 is, is where I try to be at the max, 20, okay? So let's go to Isaiah 58. We left off here um, last week. Isaiah 58, and we're going to look at, a uh, few verses here over in chapter 58. But l l let me give you the headings. I like to give you the headings that they put in these Bibles so that you can understand uh, context. You can understand what the Bible is talking about. In the New King James Version, Isaiah 58, this is my digital Bible. It says fasting that pleases God. Fasting that pleases God. New Living Translation says true and false worship. Because the fact of the matter is, my brother, my sister, sometimes we don't see fasting and prayer as a way of worshiping God. Too often we equate worship with the sanctuary and not in our living. Another subject for another time, but I'm telling you, there's too, too often we're associating worship. Some of you have heard this said before, and it's true. Worship is a lifestyle. It's how you live every day. You ought to be in worship to God in how you're living. So this is true and false worship, the new living translation. But then it says fasting that pleases God. Now, I want to make sure that, that we get these two verses together, these two versions rather together, because I want you to understand it. This is why I read the new living translation often, because I want you to get it. I don't know who's listening to me. I don't know how deep you've studied your Bible and how well-versed you are with King James and so on and so forth. So I want to give that New Living Translation because I want somebody to get this. So look at this. Here's, here's the thing. Let me, let me give you a little overview. When you look at Isaiah, we look at Isaiah 58. God is saying, I want, to draw, I want to, you to draw attention. I want you to get these people's attention because we need to have a conversation about the fact that they think they're doing something that they're not doing. I, I want you to look at this new living translation, Isaiah 58, one shout with the voice of a trumpet blast shout aloud. Don't be timid. Tell my people Israel of their sins. That's how Isaiah 58 starts out. 
God says, tell them about themselves. I know you're saying, I thought we were talking about fasting. We're getting there. Tell them about themselves. Right? Verse 2, he says, yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf, pretending that they want to be near me. Remember, remember Jesus talked about the hypocrites. Remember I said to you that, that, that the body of Christ gets engaged in hypocritical activity. This is what the word of God says. Now, and again, I want to make sure I read that from the New Living Translation because New, New King James says it like this. He says, cry aloud and spare not. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Verse two, yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinance of justice. They take delight in approaching God. And what he's really saying here before we even get to the fasting thing here. He says, they come to me like ain't nothing happening. Like ain't nothing wrong. Might I suggest you before I read any further, my brother, my sister. Before you get to a place where you start talking about you about the fast about something. You need to pray about you first. Before you even get to the place where you're, you're, you're acting all holy and so on and so forth. Listen, I'm going to fast before God. I'm going to listen. You ought to say, Lord, I, I need you to clean me up first. I don't need to come to you any kind of way talking about I'm fasting for whatever I'm talking about. I'm fasting for. And my heart is not right. Hypocrite. Motive. What is your motive? How did you come to God? And this is important, y'all. This is important because we will we'll get together and say we're about to do something. We're going to fast on this. We're going to do on this. instead of saying, well, listen, listen, let, let me get myself together first. Let me check myself first. Let, let me let me deal with me first before I start fasting. And I'm going to I'm, I'm getting to that in just a second here. Why this is important. But let me deal with me first before I start talking about fasting. Let's go back to New Living Translation, Isaiah 58, verse three. This is what the people said to God. We have fasted before you, they say. <laughs> I read this to y'all last week. We have fasted before you, they say. Why aren't you impressed? Now, this is enough right here for me to spend the rest of the time here, but I'm not going to do that. But I am going to touch on it. I'm going to come back around to it. We have been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice. You see what they see how they talking to God. One of the things I talked about in my book, The Power in Your Prayers, I talked about our attitude when we go to God. I said, you got to go to God with the right attitude. Don't go to God like you somebody. Don't go to God like God owes you, like God has to be impressed. Again, this, that's why I read this, this uh, New Living Translation. We have fasted before you, they say. Why aren't you impressed? We have been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice. But listen, don't ask God questions. Don't make statements to God if you ain't ready for a response. Job found that out, right? So then, then the word of God continues on. I will tell you why I respond. It's because you are fasting to please yourselves. Even while you fast, you keep on oppressing your workers. What good is fasting 
when you keep on fighting and quarreling. The kind of fat, this kind of fasting rather will never get you anywhere with me. You humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind. You dress up in burlap and cover yourselves with ashes. Is this what you call fasting? Do you really think this will please the Lord? Look at this, y'all. Look at this. Do you really think this will please the Lord? Right? Let's read further. No, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly in prison. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. Then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Right? Your godliness will will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call, the Lord will answer. Yes, I am here. He will, he will quickly reply. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Y'all see this? Feeding the hungry, feed the hungry rather, and help those in trouble. Then your light will shine out from the darkness and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. The Lord will, con will guide you continually giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild the desert, deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. Now, let, let me deal with that. I'm going to be here two weeks. I'll tell you this right now. I'm going to at least touch on it next week. Here's the thing, y'all. Let, let's go back up here to verse two. We have fasted before you. Why aren't you impressed? We have been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice. This is a conversation that they're having. Isaiah says this to them. You know, he, 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 God, God tells them to cry aloud and spare not. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgression and a house of Jacob and their sin. He says they seek me daily and they claim they want to know me. They claim they want to get close to me. They claim they're fasting for me. They claim they're doing all of this. They, they claim that they, they, they say, well, why, why, why have we fasted? They say, and you have not seen. Now, let, let me deal with this for a second with the few minutes that I have left here. When we talk about this hypocritical fasting, and we talk about this mindset of fasting to be seen of men, as Jesus talked about, fasting is not about you fasting is not about you It's something that you do but it's not about you now as we read through isaiah 58 the response came you all are going through the motions i'm paraphrasing you all are saying you're fasting but your conduct hasn't changed you're still oppressing the poor you still argue and fight with one another you're still going, you're still doing the same things that you had done before. There are people who are wrongly imprisoned around you. There are people who are hungry around you. Some of you hide from family members that actually need your help. All of these things you do in the midst of your fasting, in the midst of you being so pious and so holy and all, fasting is a, isn't about you. So now let me take it a step further here. Let me take it a step further here. Even if you're fasting and praying, and, and, and I'm going to hesitate on that. 
even if you're fasting and praying for some personal things, it shouldn't be only to benefit you. This this is the challenge here, y'all. Whatever we're praying and asking God for, it shouldn't only be for us. We say this often, but some of us don't believe it. You are blessed to be a blessing. But fasting isn't about you. Fasting is what you do. Fasting is about your connection with God. Fasting, again, fasting that pleases God. That's that's the heading, right? Fasting that pleases God. True and false worship. When you fast, you ought to have God on your mind. When you're fasting, when you're denying yourself, you ought to have God on your mind. Whatever I'm asking you for, God, whatever I'm denying myself for, God, I am praying that it pleases you. Because if it does not please you, God, then what am I really doing here? If I'm not doing your will, what am I really doing here, God? And I'm saying this because, again, we'll fast and we'll, we'll fast on some other things that we have the same mentality that Israel has in this text. We have fasted before you. Why aren't you impressed with me, God? Why aren't you impressed? Why would we think that God could be impressed with us? Again, we, we've had this conversation before on the podcast here. Why would you think that God who, who, who speaks things into existence would be impressed with you? Oh, look at how they worship. Look at how they, God is pleased. I want you to hear me good. True of uh, fasting rather that pleases God. You can please God, but you cannot impress God. How can you impress somebody who, who, who you couldn't even move without his, without his word, without him saying so? So, so you can't, you, you know, th- this is not a situation uh, of God being impressed with you. Why aren't you impressed? We, you don't even notice what we've done, God. And God says, listen, you're fasting to please, the word of God says, you're fasting to please yourself. And God is not impressed when we do things to please ourselves. You don't take something as holy as prayer and fasting, and I'm almost done here. You don't take something like this and say, this is about me. Going back to the Matthew 6 text, going out in public so everybody can see that you've been fasting and everybody can see oh, oh how you're suffering and how you're struggling for God so, so that you can get praise of men. Oh, nobody prays like you. Nobody fasts like you. This isn't about you. Fasting isn't about you. Fasting is about God. Fasting is about your connection with God. Fasting, and and then as he goes on, that's why I said I'm going to have to pick this up again on next week. Jesus says, now how, the word of God rather says, how are you treating one another in the midst of your fast? That's why I said you got to pray and get yourself together first. Before you decide I'm going into a fast, get yourself together first. Lord, get me together. Lord, fix me. Lord, get me in the right space so that I'm not simply fasting for nothing. And by the way, fasting for nothing is simply fasting to please yourself. It's not about you. And I'm I'm going to talk more about this on next week. I'm out of time this week. But God tells him in the rest of the text here, this is the kind of fast I want. 
and he outlines what he wants. He outlines what he wants. He says, this is the kind of fast I want. I want y'all to treat each other better. I want y'all to love your neighbor. I want y'all to care for one another. This is the kind of fast I want. I want it in your living. I want it in your worship. I want it in, in, in your conduct. This is the kind of fast I want. I don't want empty words and vain repetition. I don't want you doing things so people can praise you. I want you to do things in praise and in honor of me. I didn't even get to the Sabbath day, but we'll talk about that on next week. But this is, this is the type of fast that God wants out of us in this nation right now. We're struggling. And I see a lot of people calling for prayer and fasting over the nation. And it's, it's a blessing to hear that because again, we're saying we need to pray for the nation, not about us. We not about us to have more money or this or that or so on and so forth. Pray for the nation. We're, 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 I see people saying we need to fast and pray concerning the nation so that the nation can, can be improved. That is a great thing, but this fasting isn't about you. It's about your connection with God. And you ought to be going to God on behalf of something greater than you are. I'm going to leave it right there because I can go on another 10 minutes just on that statement. I'm going to leave it right there. But that's all the time that we got for Monday morning discipleship. We'll pick it up again next week in Isaiah 58 as we continue this conversation about fasting, fasting that pleases God. But again, before you go into prayer and fasting about anything else, you need to be in prayer fasting about who you are, about who we are. We need to start there and then we can pick it up from there. So that's all the time that we got for Monday morning discipleship. I pray that you all receive what we had to share on today. Let me give you our tag as we always do. Um, if you'd like to check us out, the ministries website, ministries website, www.krjministries.org. One more time, www.krjministries.org. If you'd like to purchase any of our written works, uh, the best way to do that is to find us at our uh, publishing website, publishing website, www.krjpublishing.com. One more time, www.krjpublishing.com. As always, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so that you know what new episodes come. Um, like it, share it with your friends and family if you think it's been a blessing to you, and we will definitely, definitely appreciate it. That's all the time that we've got for this week, Monday morning discipleship. Again, we hope that you were blessed by what we had to share, and we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.